Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hi there and welcome today to your ultimate life. I'm hoping this podcast, these videos, vodcast, whatever it is with video, is a place where you can get encouragement every single day about how to create the life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. A reason for getting up in the morning. Prosperity not only measured in dollars, but in the relationships that you have and the impact that you create. I just got some fabulous news that a good friend of mine who's made a movie, the Impact Factor movie, will be featured at the Cannes Film Festival in May, so in a couple of months. That's staggering. He's been working on this movie for probably five or six years, and it's done now. I saw him get ready and find people to do it and music and shot the movie and edited it and got everything, you know, done and on and on and on, soundtracks and music and now he's been working really hard to get some distribution on it. And in in typical fashion, uh, as he does all of his life, he just kept moving forward until he got it done. So today I want to talk about forgiveness. It's the fifth of 18 videos we're doing about the topic of forgiveness. And there always comes a place where someone says, why do I care? Why forgive? Why? What difference does it make? Why should I do that? And we, we do that when we, we talked yesterday about what forgiveness is and what it isn't. And so we often get angry about the idea of forgiving. I know I did. Uh, angry wasn't frustrated. You know, people not understanding, you don't get it, especially if you're the one that's been hurt. So if you've been hurt and someone says to you, why don't you let it go? Why don't you forgive? Why don't you just get past it? And you might feel a surge of anger or frustration or something because it's like, you just don't get it. You don't know how bad that hurt. You don't know how much it destroyed my life. You know, either a little or a lot like that, you know, wild ends of spectrum. And you might be exactly telling the truth of how you feel. And here, here's the key. There may be nothing in the world that can possibly happen that you're aware of to take away the hurt or the pain that someone inflicted on you physically, emotionally, sexually, or in your spirit because they violated trust, they did something horrible, etc. You know, as we've been watching this Ukraine situation unfold over the last several weeks, my wife my, my blessed angel wife, she's from there. Her dad was born in Odessa, which is just, you know, a few hundred miles south of where the intense fighting is, and it's one of the prime targets for the Russian invaders because it is the biggest and only remaining seaport uh, for Ukraine. And it is, you know, we can't understand that, and 
It's like, why is this happening? Why the unfeeling, unrelenting, vicious cruelty with children and pregnant women and civilians and libraries and schools and hospitals and just outright genocide and murder? And so that's a big scale, but it might be on a small scale. A friend insults you or a huge scale for you. You were physically attacked or sexually assaulted or some other thing or you're treated in some way terrible, especially when it's someone close to you who should be trustworthy and has turned out not to be. So the question of why forgive spoken in that angry, violent sort of tone, like how can you possibly say such a thing? You don't get it. It's not a weird thought. It's not a weird feeling. So delicately but powerfully, I want to talk about that in this podcast, because I'm serious when I say creating that life where you get up loving your life every day, purpose, prosperity, and joy, it's not only possible, but you can have it, even if something like this has happened to you before. And and then, of course, there's the other whole side of this, which is forgiving yourself. If you have been the perpetrator of something, I, I put a video up on YouTube four years ago now about forgiving yourself. And it has tens of thousands of views and tens of thousands of comments. And most of them are like, I can never forgive myself because I hurt the one I love. I did this thing. I don't know why I did it. I feel so bad. I can never get over it. And similar comments. That is often, in fact, in my experience, more often the case than longstanding horrific anger or demand for justice against someone else. Lack of being able to forgive yourself is certainly just as powerful, if not more so, just as damaging, if not more so. So let's dig into the three things about why forgive. Number one is uh, liberation. Number two is growth. And number three is creation. So let's start with liberation. If someone has hurt you furiously, fiercely, and you hold that anger, you generate chemistry in your body that is um, fatal. There's a book uh, by a doctor called Anger Kills that I read some years ago, and it documents a long-term study about the effects of carrying anger, even low-level anger, for a long period of time. It's corrosive, it eats away at your organs, and it kills you because of the neurotransmitters that are created by carrying that emotion. And, and, And the more intense it is, the shorter the period of time. So intensity and time are related. Low-level anger for a a long time is really bad, and furious anger for a much shorter time will also do the damage. So in one sense, there's a physical benefit to choosing forgiveness. You stop producing that raging toxin that that comes from anger, rage, revenge, the need for justice. They should be, you know, punished in the most severe and terrifying way. So that is a clear and obvious demonstration. There's an analog spiritually. Your spirit and mine too, our spirit is cankered, chewed up, eaten, acid, eat eat away kind of thing when we carry anger, resentment, bitterness. And that's evidenced by you see people who carry that, they, they almost shrivel up and withdraw from life. And how much they do that depends on the level and frequency of that uh, anger, you know, need, hurt. It doesn't just have to be anger. It can be hurt. It can be, you know, that fear. All, all of those things cause us to shrivel up spiritually and energetically. And that is such a sad thing. Now, in saying this, 
I am assuming you're not currently in a situation of threat or damage. You're not currently in a situation where someone's continuing to inflict pain or damage on you. Then if, if that's true, the first thing you need, is get at, need to do is get out of there at all costs, no matter what, go. And if similarly, if you or me are the one inflicting pain and damage on someone else, that needs to stop immediately, no matter what, right this second. So that means you need to go somewhere, they do, you need to get help, whatever it is, because the damage has to stop. So I'm talking about after that, where you're simply dealing with the memory, the desire for justice, or the self-loathing that comes from having been a person who inflicted damage or pain. So forgiveness, the first thing it provides is liberation. And that liberation is true and real. It can't come if you pretend away what has happened, either what was done to you or what you did. You can't pretend away the, the offense, right? You can't pretend it away. You have to do what is required, what the best you can to fix it. But the problem with a lot of that is most of emotional damage, breaking trust, you know, lying, damaging reputation, those things can never be fully fixed. And so then we're left with a choice to stay swimming in the damage or to let it go so we can create from a new place. So when I say liberation, and we're going to talk about what that means tomorrow, we're going to talk about a liberation event. But liberation is you are freed from the acid, the corrosion, the negativity, either of self-loathing, which I swam in for a long time, or you're free from the acid, and I say acid because that's what it feels like, almost like a wildly vicious case of heartburn, acid indigestion, only throughout your whole body when you've got anger, revenge, or self-loathing in, in a significant degree. So you are liberated from that pain. So that's the first reason to forgive. The second thing is when you forgive, you can begin to grow. As long as either any, anybody, you or me or anybody, is stuck in the need for self-loathing or the need to continually apologize, hoping someone will pat you on the head and say, it's okay, I forgive you, or the, the need for justice or revenge, as long as someone is stuck in one of those emotional modes, growth is impossible. You can't grow. You can't improve. And you can't discover, develop, and serve with your divine gift. Because you are consumed, your creativity is damaged, it is stunted, and, you know, all of that is reduced in us when we have a lot of space taken up by those negative emotions. So forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself to allow yourself to grow, and that's on either side. If you've done everything you can to fix something and you forgive yourself for mistakes you made in the past, I told the story of the brothers, "'Twas I, tis not I." I used to do that, but I don't anymore. I used to be that, but I'm not anymore. I have changed. You know, the, the idea that a leopard can't change its spots is just nonsense. The brain can even change, rewired, neuroplasticity, new neurons. The body can heal in ways we never thought was possible. All those things are not only possible, but they're wildly possible, completely possible. So why forgive? Because you liberate yourself and you then turn the switch on, the opportunity for real growth. So you can grow in ways that you can't even see right now. If you're stuck in the non-forgiveness mode, I was, when I was stuck in the mode of 
uh, all the things that I had done had hurt people so badly that their lives were ruined forever. Therefore, all the possibility of all their life is now destroyed because I X, Y, Z. One of the things Joy used to ask me was, why do you think you have that power? Do you don't, don't you think they have the power to go get help and then blossom and do good? And duh, of course they do. Every individual does. I did it. You can do it. You're a divine being created with divine potential and divine capability. So the idea that you are somehow hostage to whatever happened to you before or whatever, you know, the memory of what you did to someone else, that you're forever hostage to that is wrong. Even someone who's getting, now that, one of the things that's important to understand is that doesn't mean people don't get consequences. If I steal, I have to return the stuff. If I do something bad, I might go to prison or have other financial or other kinds of consequences. Even in the midst of those consequences, change can take place. There are a million stories, maybe even literally a million stories of people who get punished in some way or receive consequences, jail time or other restrictions, and then they change who they're being. They start foundations. They begin to do things to, to, to make stuff better in the world. And that brings us to part three. Part three, why forgive? Liberation was number one. Growth was number two. And number three is creation. You are a creator. You are the son or daughter of a creator. God, the creator of all things, however you conceive that to be. You're not an accident, and neither am I. We're intentional, and you and I each have gifts and talents. We mostly can't use them. In fact, we can't even find them if we're consumed by self-loathing, as I used to be, or consumed by a need to extract justice or anger at someone else. So why forgive? Because it will unleash your creativity. Why forgive? You might become a musician and write beautiful music. You might become a poet and write poetry about liberation or resilience or growth. You might become a better dad or mom. You might become a better brother or sister. Imagine what you can create if suddenly all of the, the emotional space that's taken up in your heart by the guilt or the anger or the desire for justice or the shame, if all of that was suddenly gone and you had this huge empty space that could be filled with creative inspiration, energy, and love. So those are the three reasons. Number one, it is a liberating choice. It's something nobody can force on you. Do it because it will liberate you from chains. Number two, it will then spark the opportunity for personal growth that today you can't even see because it's camouflaged behind those things that are right in front of you that are consuming time and energy. Number three, it will allow you to create the beauty that you were designed to create. It will allow you truly to discover, develop, and serve with your divine gifts. And as one who has walked that path, and has now forgiven himself of all the things that I did wrong, not to pretend him away, but so that I can be more effective at adding good to the world, so that I can love more freely, so I can lift and bless and serve those with all my heart, all around me, all the time. 
I know it works, I know it's true, and I know it's a path to creating your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart.